welcome to another episode. I am your host, W-I-Z-E, and I have a very special guest. He's a fellow podcaster. He's an author. He's a podcast producer. He's a music producer. He has had a distinguished career. I'm excited to have him on. Welcome to the show, Chris Curran. Hello. Hey, how are you? Good to be here. Oh, the pleasure's all mine. The pleasure's all mine. So let's just jump right into this. So could you share the story behind your book? The Leap Beyond the Limits and how it has influenced your journey in self-development? Yeah, yeah. I wrote my book uh, back in 2009, and it's called Leap Beyond Your Limits. And yeah, it was the culmination of a lot of things. So just to backtrack a little, in the 90s is when I discovered Tony Robbins, and I really just, I I got, you know, it, it hit me really hard, Tony Robbins. And so I started loving personal development. And then by around 2000, let's say 2002, I had literally driven my life into the ground and I had no money. I had no car. I had no place to live. Like, I mean, I wasn't like homeless cause I got to, my friend let me stay in his basement, but I literally didn't have a job or a car. And, and that was like, that's insane. So that's when I kind of woke up and I was like, man, what's going on with me in my life? Like I'm smarter than this. Like I felt like I was anyway. And so actually that's when I started meditating. Not really a side note, but it kind of is. Started meditation for real because I wanted to figure out what, what is this life all about? And then I just over the next five, seven, eight years, I just, you know, got a job, got a car. I just did all the right things and I got my life back to normal basically. And so I took uh, just a lot of a lot of the things I use to get my life back to normal, and to to really move forward. Uh, I just started writing and and have uh, had all these ideas, and it it ended up being the book. So the book is kind of like some of the stuff I did to to get back, and other stuff that just was in my mind. And uh, so it was, yeah. So the book has been great. Uh, people really like it. Um, of course you have to be ready for it, right? You have to be ready for change in your life. Mm-hmm. If you're not ready, then you, we can give you all the books in the world and that it means nothing. So, yeah. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta be, you gotta be prepared to use what's in those books. And, and, and sometimes that book just might not resonate with you. There might be something, but there might be parts of it that does. Again, like you said, you have to be, ready to receive it you got to be ready to 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 receive that message and receive that book but you started as a music producer and some of the names i've seen in the studios that you worked at are some of the names in 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 the producing business what 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 was the transition like for you from music producer to podcast producer what made you want to leave the music and do podcasting yeah, so the, the, that answer spans like 30 years. <laughs> Not really, maybe 25, whatever. So I, I graduated high school in 1990, and I went to one year of college, and I realized that, yeah, yeah, I'm done. I don't, I'm done. I can't do school no more. So I, I did one year of college, and then I worked for a year, and then I went to recording school, which because I had, I had been in bands. I was a drummer. Uh, although I could play some guitar too. I was in bands and I was recording with a four track in my bedroom in the late 80s. Uh, it was great. And and so I went to recording school and I then I went to New York City and worked in all these big studios and probably for like five years. So I left New York City in the late 90s and 
I left because I wanted to sort of produce bands on my own, but of course I went back to New Jersey where I grew up and there aren't that many bands. So I did some stuff, but it's, it's way different than working in Manhattan in the major studios. And so then I just started working with my family business and I kind of stopped producing music for many years. And then, then I did, then I wrote my book, went through all that. And then after that, I was giving seminars and I was trying to do all this self-help personal development stuff with my book and seminars. And after like three years of doing that, I realized most people you try to talk to about personal development, they don't want to hear it. And even, even here's a weird thing. Even if someone is in pain, even if their life is terrible and they're in constant pain and they're emotionally erect, I can walk up to them and say, hey, let me help you. I have some programs I can take you through to help you. And people don't want it. They're like, no, I'm, I'm fine. No, I'm fine. Really? You're fine? So anyway, I, I really got disillusioned with the whole personal development scene. I was like, man, I'm trying to just help people because human beings, we are, I mean, literally unbelievable, unbelievable, phenomenal beings. We don't even know what we are. That's how much power and knowledge and wisdom and inspiration and everything we have. Regular day-to-day -day life is like scratching the surface of being a human. And I'm like, there's so much more deeper. And I wanted to explore that, but nobody really wanted to. So after a while, I was like, I guess I got to do something else. And I luckily, this was in 20, late 2011, I, I, heard, I found podcasting. And I was like, podcasting? What is this? And then I found out what it was. And I was like, oh, it's audio episodes that you can upload and people can listen to on demand. And I was like, well, being an audio engineer, I'm way overqualified for this in, in the technical aspects of podcasting. And I had just spent four or five years giving, you know, public speaking. So I'm like, man, I got every, I could just start a podcast right now. I, I can speak and I can technically produce audio. So I literally started my own podcast. And, and then I opened a studio, a physical studio in New Jersey, which I had for three years. And that, I opened that in 2012. And from there, I've just been in podcasting ever since. And it's, it's great. In, the, in that studio, were you producing other shows or you just renting out space? Yeah. So I rented out a space and I had a table with four microphones around a table. And I started doing my own shows. I think I started three or four shows of my own and I had co-hosts for each one, yeah. but then I would go to the local chamber of commerce. I started becoming active there and I started a local business show and every business person I saw locally, I'm like, Hey, I'd love to interview you on my podcast. Come to my studio. And they're like, what's a podcast. <laughs> so I had to explain what a podcast is, Yeah. but I got all these people coming to my office. I'd interview them. And after the interview, I would just tell them, look, by the way, I have a studio right here. If you want to start your own podcast, you can. I'll engineer your podcast right here. You can even bring your guests into my studio. And that's what people started doing. So the host and the guest would come into my studio and I would just sit there and do, you know, uh, engineer all the audio. And it was great for three years. I did that. It was really good. But it, but it was so early in the world of podcast, in the days of podcasting that it, it never got really popular like i was hoping but it's okay hey, it was it was an experience it was what something you had to experience and learn from and grow from so exactly. so as a seasoned podcast producer what are some what are some of the common challenges 
podcasters face? Well, I mean, the big one is growing the audience, right? I mean, that's that applies to everyone across the board. Um, everyone has opinions about how to do that. Some people's opinions are worth more than others because they actually have like empirical data and things they can point to. But yeah, growing growing your show is that's what everybody wants to know. That's the, and there's no answer, by the way. There's literally no answer because even the success, even the podcasts that have huge audiences, if you do exactly what they do doesn't it's not necessarily going to work for you it's a weird position to be in but that's the number one thing uh other than that it's i mean the technical part of production is is something that's actually not that hard to overcome because you know podcasters don't have to be for instance audio engineers like me you don't have to be an expert but you have to have a decent mic you have to know how to speak into the mic you have to have decent audio or good audio good is good enough and so the audio quality, you just got to make sure it's good enough. A lot of that has to do with mic technique and, and not saying um 4,000 times. Eventually you learn that, yeah. Yeah, but you can learn all that. But yeah, and then the other thing is, so the audience is really the, the big thing, and that comes down to marketing. And marketing is something I've, I've struggled with. I mean, I'm an engineer, so marketing to me is like, I mean, I, I get it intellectually, but everything I've tried marketing-wise is not it just doesn't i mean it works to some extent but then i don't know what to do so yeah it's tough it's tough but and that and by the way this is why any sort of podcast coach will tell an aspiring podcaster you better like the content you better like discussing this subject a lot because you have to love the topic you have to love your show and you have to love those conversations that love is the only thing that's going to keep you going in podcasting. Because if you're just looking at download numbers, you're done. You're going to probably do maybe two or three episodes and you're literally done. So have to love it. Listen, I've released, as far as my audio podcast, I've released 201 episodes. Nice. And I started video like a year and a half into my podcasting journey. And so... It's it's been that's that's one thing I have to admit is that I didn't know I would I would love it so much. I didn't know I would love podcasting so much and I didn't know I would meet so much so many amazing people. Like I've interviewed so many people, different people from different walks of life, and they've been wonderful conversations and I've learned a lot from these conversations. I, I've hope to have helped people. For me, I I like like you said, you have to really want love what you're doing you gotta love what you talk about the subjects the topics and, and being able to help people learn about self or even get more involved into their own self-development and wanting to grow which like you like for me i really didn't really get into self-development until 2001 2002 and i was introduced to it to, by my first wife and I think it was her way to prepare me for what was cut to come, but it it was it was it was an eye opening experience for me to really see all these amazing like Tony Robbins and all these other wonderful speakers and and writers and and it was like coming from where I come from in East New York, Brooklyn. This is not something we're taught. This is not something we learn or. We're taught go to work, go to school, get a good job, 
that's it. We're not taught about wanting to, why is it important for you to grow as an individual? Why is it important for you to grow spiritually? Just all these different things. And now that I'm older, I'm like, okay, this is, this is why, this is why we're, and it's been a great three and a half years now. Like I've been, I've loved the fact that I've found something that I, I really do enjoy and, and, and the impact I've had on people's lives. Like I released an episode that I've recorded probably like a year ago with my friend um, that I met doing the pot, doing my podcast. Um, this is the second time on my show. And I had this episode and I forgot I had it. And I just released it recently and I sent her the link and I sent her the description of the episode. And I didn't know she was going through some struggles. And when I sent her the episode and I, and I sent her the description and everything about the episode, she sent me a message like, thank you. Like I have, she's like, I've been struggling recently with a lot of things. And to see the description that you write about me and all the wonderful things that you say, she says, I hadn't been feeling that. I hadn't been feeling that way in, in a while. She said, thank you. So that was the first time a, a, a guest was inspired by their own episode. I was going to say, she. it's like she's, she inspired herself. It's yeah. so cool. <laughs> So yeah, man, those those, those things. But uh, Jan Burry says uh, you need you need to be an expert as well, or lose or you lose the authenticity. Yes, that's absolutely right. And right. being authentic and showing your humanity humanity helps. Yeah, yeah. Authenticity is is the key, right? These days, everybody can tell when someone's being authentic and when they're when they're trying to put on a voice and talk like a podcaster. <laughs> So, but here's the thing, Jan said, you need to be an expert as well. Um, yeah. Yes and no. I mean, if you're going to, like for me, I'm talking, I teach podcast production, right? I teach, yeah. it's a, it's an engineering, engineering skill set that I'm teaching. Yes, I have to be an expert. Sure. But if someone's just commenting on the news or social issues or politics, you don't have to be an expert, right? To discuss things like you can, you can just yeah. ask questions. Yeah. I mean, look at. You know the Socratic method. You don't even have to say anything. You just ask questions. That's I'm more. learning in the process, but at, at the same time, I also get to open up about myself and I, and I and share my story as well. And you and and after all these conversations, you start to realize that yes, we're different. Me and my guests are different in so many different ways. But at the root of it all, we all want the same thing. We all want to be happy we all we, we all want our family to be healthy we want these basic things and and it's sometimes it's it's ourselves that keep us away from that it, it, it's like we start putting all this different pressures on ourselves and me like doing the show has actually kind of like just released me from like It's just it's giving me so much joy to to really do this and and let just let myself be me. I'm I'm able to come on here 
and speak to all my guests and I, I, I'm not a professional. I was never in media prior to this. I'm, I'm a table games dealer. And I, I decided to press record and finally get into it. And it just took time. It took me, it took a lot of episodes <laughs> for me to get to where I'm at. But it's, it's, it's been a wonderful journey, man. I, I love it. I, I wish everyone could experience what I'm experiencing, but I'm I'm just looking forward to what what's to come, man. It's yeah, so many wonderful people still out there that I want to communicate with and and hear their story and have them come on and and just be able to list, sit down, listen, and and learn something. Hopefully, but you, totally. you but you, you you you've taken another step. Now you're. You're helping the next generation of podcasters. What made you feel like this is because it, it's it's needed. It's definitely needed because I know when I started and I started in 2020, 2020, I didn't really, I didn't learn. I didn't know a lot of this stuff. I didn't know a lot about quality of mics and what is a dynamic mic and a condenser mic and all these diff, different things. I, I dove into it and started doing the research, started learning about, equipment learning about video and because like there's something you said before is yeah you can do anyone can start a pro- podcast but you really do need to invest in a quality mic a decent mic you because audio is very important and and for me it was like when i started realizing people were tuning in i was like hold on let me let me i, I don't have a great big budget but let me see what kind of decent mics i can get out there and and it, it it's to me it was hey people are giving me something very precious which is their time so in order f- for me to really do my part I, I i need my i need my sound quality to sound good i need to really invest in video a camera that's that's really good and and so that's what i did i invested in myself that's it and now you're going to sound great and look great for the rest of your life Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what got me, the reason I started my school? So I started an actual school that teaches yeah. podcast production. It's called Podcast Engineering School. And the reason uh, I started that, what's up, Bush 1G? Um, the reason I started that was because when I got first got into podcasting, I would find some, find a podcast and press play, and it was like horrendous audio. And I was like, I, not all the time, not every time, but a lot of shows that I listened to, the audio was terrible. And I'm like, this is not good because audio, audio is the most important thing. Audio is more important than video. Mm-hmm. People, no one realizes this until you realize it. Audio is more important than video. And even George Lucas, the famous movie director, his famous quote, sound is half the picture. Yeah. So sound is, we, People who don't understand sound, they just, they don't even realize that sound is there. Sound quality, they don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. But give them bad quality, and they'll be like, "Oh, this sounds terrible." <laughs> so anyway, I saw that the podcast industry in general was a new sort of budding industry, and it's all amateurs, which is great. I love that. I wouldn't change that for the world. But at the same time, let's it. I wanted to help teach people how to get good audio. 
And again, not great, just good, at least good. And so that's why I started my school, um, which I mostly teach podcast editors and producers, uh, not not just like single show hosts. Although some people do, they enroll in my school because they just don't, they don't know how to produce audio. They just want to learn how to produce audio. Mm-hmm. And others enroll in my school because they want to uh, learn a, a tremendous skill and then work from home producing podcasts for others and yeah. have a great business and earn a lot of money sitting at home producing podcasts for a lot of people. I mean, it's, it's an and you can move, you can live wherever you want, <laughs> right? Well, I have, I have a studio, like, I have a home studio. You have, you have um, programs like here at StreamYard where you could stream it. To, I'm streaming to eight different locations right now. Awesome. And and, and it's all, it's all from my desktop. It's all from my desktop. I'm sitting at my my studio out of my desk and and I, I have a full production. I have intro, outro. If I wanted to play commercials, I could play commercials. You have a whole production studio at home. And so now with that opportunity with with what happened in 2020, so many people were producing podcasts and like you said, you would turn on the audio and you're like, oh my God. And and I'm like, is that how I sound? <laughs> and so I start I would start listening to my my podcast. Like, okay, yeah, I, I need to improve on some if I definitely need to improve on my mic. I definitely need to. And so it was just going back and listening to my audio and like, okay. So now when you go to my audio now, you can definitely see a difference in quality in the mic that I had when I first started where i'm at now yeah which is great and i know that mic you have but i forgot the model number but i know the mic that you have it's a good one. Oh yeah no no it, it is i so i was furloughed from work um for about three months i, I was making the government was giving me extra money and i decided to invest and i got me a roadcaster pro i got me a bundle pack it came with the roadcaster pro Two Audio Technica mics, the BP40s, uh, some headphones, some Audio Technica headphones, and I was like, "I'm gonna just invest in me. I'm gonna. This is something I truly love doing. I'm having a great time doing it. Even my wife, who because I was a gamer, I was strictly playing games. Every time I would come home from work, I spent hours playing games, and I completely abandoned it and fell in love with podcasting." And even my wife was like, what What can we do? I see, says, I see you really do love this because you're over here recording. And you're, she says, what can we do to make, like, do what can we do to help make this something you can pursue? And she, we started an LLC. We, nice. It was just her seeing me fall, fall in love with this. And, and she's seen the work that I put into learning about audio editing video editing learning about sound quality and and all and all these different things it was a different it was a different side of me that she hadn't seen and she's like okay this is what you're passionate about this is what you love to do i'm gonna nurture that and i'm gonna push that and encourage that and i'm blessed that she's allowed me to really dive into it and really just be me just be able to find out where can i take this to that's really good really good i mean it's so important to encourage each other 
not only in a marriage or with kids, but with children, but like just in general, like encourage each other to go, to move forward, go, go do something, you know? And by the way, the bi- I, I think one of the, I think the biggest outcome when someone, for instance, like you, someone does that, right? Get really into podcasting and really do it. Put your heart into it and do it. The, the, the biggest aspect of all this is that now, right now, you're a completely different person than you were three or four years ago before, or whenever before you started. Like, you're not the same person. And here's the thing. Everyone in life has dreams and everybody wants, you know, more, a, 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 a new car, a, a new house or whatever. And everybody wants to become something in their mind. They're like, oh, I wish I was popular or I wish I could do this. Well, when you do things like you did, you know, decide you're going to do something and put your heart into it and put some money into it and put a lot of time into it. You literally, that's how you change your own life. That's the, that's like the only way. So it's a good, uh, I think your example and your, your, uh, experience podcasting is a great, uh, it, it really displays the potential that human beings have, right. To, to go do something and become something. And you're not even the same person anymore. Oh. I don't know. I just get so, I, I get so happy about that. <laughs> No, I no, I agree with you. I do, man. It's really, it's really like you said. It's I've really have changed in those three years, and 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 grown as a person, and and just seeing just seeing the growth in myself, and and then having people notice it as well. People were like, "Oh man, it, it's been it's been and it's 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 reflected on the show. It's reflected in the show because now." in this past eight months since I've really started really focusing more on making the structure, building a better structure for the show and being consistent with it has improved my audience has had, my audience has grown. People have really, whereas my first, my first two and a half years, I did eight, 8,500 downloads. Um, These last, eight nine months i've just went over twenty four thousand downloads nice so just in those and that and that 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 nine months or so and and what i've been doing and just the improvement i've been doing on the show it's been like wow like hard work does pay dedication does pay being consistent does pay and these are all things I learned along the way. Because when I would speak to other podcasters, one of the things that, especially ones that have been doing it for m- more than two or three episodes, because one thing I read was podcasters usually burn out after the seven or eight, nine, tenth episode. They're like they get fatigued, and that that's it. They're they're in the podcasting graveyard after that. And I was determined not to. I was, I was, by the time I got to 20, I was like, okay, I'm good. I, I got this. I can continue then. And so it, it was just, a, it was just a mindset. It was me really focusing on, all right, this is what I need to do to improve. This is what I'm doing. 
and really started changing the way I, because I, when I first started, it was no structure to anything I was doing. And I started learning and growing and like, okay, I need a little bit of structure. I need a little bit better scheduling and, and everything. And so it, it's helped me grow and develop my show because of me willing to learn more and willing to, to find the answers to that. I didn't know. Like if I didn't know something, I would seek someone who didn't know it. Yeah. And, and you know, another thing about podcasting, like you said, consistency is probably the most important thing in podcasting, but here's the thing. Some people start a podcast like you and then, you know, over time you sort of ramp up your production and, and you learn and you keep going. Other people, they start a podcast and they realize after three or four episodes that they don't want to do that podcast, but they want to do a new one, another one. Like, you know what I mean? Like sometimes you think you no. want to, yeah. It, 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 it's funny because when I first started my, my podcast, it wasn't an interview podcast. It was just me just letting out what was in my head and, and I was venting cause I was out of work and the, 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 um, the elections was going on, George Floyd situation happened. And it was just the way of me to vent. And, and, and I, I enjoyed doing the podcast, but I didn't enjoy the content because it was the same thing I was getting fed from the news and the media and all this stuff. So I wasn't enjoying the content. And I said, no, I need to switch this up. Let me start interviewing some of my friends that that are entrepreneurs that are doing something. And that's what I started doing. And, and that's when I really was like, okay, this is what I like to do. I like to interview and talk to people. I like to to really sit there and, and ask them questions and learn. And, and I'm like, man, right? this is why I, this, that's when I really truly started realizing like, this is what I want to do. I want to sit down and interview people and speak to people and just learn and grow and, and have my audience learn and grow with me. And that's when I really, that's when it really started clicking and I started getting those guests that I and slowly but surely started growing and, but it was it was like how you said it. It was I I started one way, but wasn't clicking for me. I was I was loving the podcast, just not the topic and the content. Yeah, and that's so natural, right? You start out doing something, and then you realize, yeah, I mean, I I like this aspect, but I don't yeah. like this one. So then you're gonna you, you you just move, you you adjust on the fly, and and I'm feeling that right now. You know, there's a new uh, protocol. It's called Noster. And it's a, it's not a social media platform. It's like a protocol. There's all these different apps. Anyway, it's decentralized like Bitcoin. And I'm getting so into Noster and Bitcoin these days that I really want to start a show, but I don't think I want, I think I want to do like a live stream, but I guess I should podcast it because I just love talking about these two things. They're so like every day. I just want to know more. I want to talk to more people. So I'm in the process of figuring out like, what do I want to do? And, and then I'll probably just going to try something and then see how it goes. And it, that's totally normal. Um, yeah. To switch it up. But you also, you also do a live stream with your wife. What's that about? What What's that show? Oh yeah. Well, that's actually just meditation. So okay. we twice a week, we have 
we 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 live stream a meditation. So it's me and my wife sitting in the room, and then all the viewers just sit at home, obviously, and just watch us. And so, yeah, we do Thursday evenings at 7 p.m. Mountain Time, and we do Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. Mountain Time. And it's great. It's if you know because here's here's the thing about meditation. First of all, it's the most it's like the most misunderstood thing on the planet by people who don't know, really know what it is, right? It, no, if if you don't really know, like just by default, especially Americans, we don't know what meditation is. So not only explaining what meditation really is and the value it has, a lot of people when they meditate by themselves at home, it's hard to do it by themselves. It because it takes, you know, you have to be you have to set aside time every day or whenever to sit down and do it. But when you can meditate with other people, it's a lot easier. So that's why we stream these two streams because it's easy for for all of you. You can tune in and you could put it in your calendar, right? Thursdays at 7 p.m. Mountain, Sundays 9 a.m. Mountain, and just you know, whenever you can sit with us in meditation and you can actually see us and it's live. Um, and I do a little reading afterwards, like a little very short reading on a spiritual topic or a just wisdom topic. Um, it, it's really great. I mean, look, in my life, meditation is what saved me from rock bottom and meditation is what everyone needs. Meditation is like eating good food, breathing good air, and meditating, it's just such a natural thing to do that helps so much uh, because there's so much clutter in our minds and we just keep ingesting. We keep taking everything in and we're not letting anything out. It's like, imagine eating five meals a day, but you're, you're, you can't go to the bathroom. I mean, what's going to happen? You, you probably die. Yeah. So this is what happens in our minds. Our minds are so cluttered and filled, filled with garbage that we need to let it go. We need to just release all that. And, and, and when we release all that stuff, that's when clarity comes, right? That's when you can start to feel your heart. And of course, your heart is the, is the main thing in life, right? It's not the mind. The mind is good, but the mind is just a tool. The heart is our spiritual connection to divinity or whatever that is. So it's all about the heart. Yeah. But the problem is all of our minds, when they're all chaotic and crazy, it, it, it messes up our heart. Like we can't even hear what our heart is saying, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, our, I feel you on that. I definitely feel you on that one. Yeah. Meditation is, I mean, seriously, if you want to change your life for real on a, on major fundamental levels, start meditating, but do it properly. Do it simply. Do it properly. Um, what's a, what's a good what's a good amount of time for someone to really sit down and meditate? Because people people think, oh, I got to sit down for half an hour and meditate. What would you, what would like for someone who who doesn't really have? They feel like oh, I don't have all this time to sit down. What's a good number for you? Do you think that someone could just sit down and just meditate? And yeah, so it's funny you mentioned thirty minutes because that's probably what I would suggest meditate for 30 minutes. And here's why it literally takes about 15 minutes for you, for a person just to calm down, just to, just to slow down a little. It takes literally like 15 minutes. So 
If you try to meditate for five minutes or 10 minutes, it's not going to go well. You're just going to be flooded with thoughts, which isn't bad. Uh, you just ignore your thoughts. But if you're just flooded with thoughts and you're like, oh my God, I'm just having in just nonstop thoughts. This is, this doesn't feel that great. Um, that doesn't do you any good. So 30 minutes is pretty good. And, and, and trust me, most people can find 30 minutes yeah. in their day. You know, by the, we waste way more time than 30 minutes, you know, mm -hmm. just scrolling on Twitter or doing, you know, there's a million things we do. We, we waste more time than any human beings ever in existence. <laughs> we have time, okay? We can't use that excuse. Oh, I don't have time. No, you do have time. So use your time wisely uh, if you want or not. <laughs> <laughs> but 30 minutes is good. So when, when we do our Thursday night meditation, it's a 29-minute yeah. meditation. But Sundays we do 49 minutes, and that's... You know, it's good to work up to about an hour. If you can work up towards an hour, 50 minutes, 55 minutes, that's really good. Like that's, that, that's really good. Um, but that, it does, does take time to get up to that level because, you know, that's a long time for beginners for sure. Yeah, no, I, I'm sure people are like, oh, I can't do 30 minutes. Well, build yourself up to it. Do 10 minutes, then 15 minutes. And and yeah, gradually, slowly go up and see the point where you get to the thirty minutes. Yeah, a lot of people. There there are a lot of new podcasts and different apps for meditation, and really, they kind of play music, or they'll they're sort of talk you through a meditation. Oh, your feet are feeling really relaxed. Your knees are feeling really relaxed. And, 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 and look, there's nothing wrong with any of that stuff. It's all good, but that's not really meditation. Meditation is when you sit down comfortably, close your eyes and you let go and you can start with one thought. Usually the, the thought that we recommend is that you start with the idea that there's, there's a, there's a divine lightness in your heart and then you let go. And if you have thought, if you have, th if a thought comes in, you just ignore it. You kind of just sit there. You're, it's passive. Meditation is a passive activity. You're not doing anything. You're passive. So when a thought comes, you kind of have the attitude like, whatever. Another, it'll drift away. Another thought will come. Don't give it any energy. Don't push it away. Don't push it away. Don't do anything. Let it drift away. Another one will come, and the more thoughts that come and drift away, if you let them drift away, they become exhausted. All, all the stuff that you took in, all the information and thoughts that you ingested, they come out. So you have to let them out, and then after you let them out, then there's not that many thoughts left. And then you reach this very peaceful, passive state. And then that's when the real spirituality begins, because then you start to feel different things in your heart. You start to have different thoughts. It, 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 it's a deep rabbit hole. The first thing we have to do, though, is to regulate our mind, bring the amount of thoughts down. And so, yeah. 
Man, Chris, this has been great, man. It's been my, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Now is the time where you get the solo screen, you get to plug away, let everybody know your websites, everything, man. <laughs> solo screen. All right. Well, I mean, I run podcast engineering school. That's my school. It, it's dot com. Uh, and I'm also on Noster with my Fractal Chris profile. And really, that's it. I mean, just come say hi if you need help. Let me know if you have any questions about personal development or or podcast production. Let me know, and and hopefully you can meditate with us. Um, yeah, on the on my Fractal Chris channel on YouTube and stuff, you can meditate with us. So yeah, that's it. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna come check. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely gonna come check you out. I'll probably have to be a Sunday after work because. Yeah, because it's right when I have to get off the work, so I could really use that, that time to okay. meditate, definitely. But, yeah, because Thursdays, 7 p.m. Mountain Time is uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, and that's way past my bedtime. <laughs> okay, yeah, 9, yeah, 9 Eastern. Yeah, that's not a little bit late, yeah. Well, yeah, well, because uh, I'm, I'm up by 2 o'clock every morning to be at work by 3.45, so. Okay, terrific. Wow. <laughs> But but I'm out of I'm out of work by eleven forty five twelve o'clock so I have the rest of the day ahead of me but but by eight o'clock nine o'clock I'm ready to go to bed yeah 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 I mean you can be so the meditation happens live but you can watch the replay anytime so yeah oh yeah well, I can do that too yeah. yeah but thank you so much Chris this has been yeah. wonderful man it was a pleasure having you on the show thank you great to meet you and talk with you thanks yeah we we yeah it was. I received a message today. I'm like, oh man, and I, I usually do have it prepared. Like my, I would have had it ready last week, mm-hmm. but this past week we celebrated my wife's 50th birthday, nice. and it was a surprise party. So I was just crazy running around, and and she had a wonderful time. So I'm I'm a good husband this week. Very good. <laughs> We love it. Happy wife, happy life. Yes, but uh, yeah. So fifty, fifty was a big number. So I was just wanted to make sure she had a wonderful party. That's so cool. But uh, thank you so much, man. Greatly yeah. appreciate it. But don't leave just yet. Let me uh, okay. close out the show and we'll chat a little bit off okay. the air. Thanks. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you, everybody in the chat that came through. Jan Bush, One G. Thank you. Uh, everybody else who's Watching us now on uh, Twitch, uh, Stuck in My Mind podcast, YouTube channel. Thank you, everybody. Uh, shout out to everybody at the BS3 Network, which we, we're airing at live right now. It's a Roku. Uh, you could download the BS3 Network from your Roku TV. Um, big shout out to my Real Wives fan, Poppy J, Brandy J. Love you guys. Big shout out to the boss lady and happy 50th birthday, baby. Greatly. I greatly appreciate the support you give me. Um, big shout out to my guest, Chris Karan, for coming through and and sharing his story and really um having a great conversation with me. I love it, man. I love it. And as always, a big, big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless y'all. Be safe. You know how your boy Wise does it. Peace out. Mm-hmm.